Welcome to the Pillar of Salt podcast, where there is no topic, and we have no plan. Hey, Ben. I'm Hank. Hi, Hank. I'm Ben. Hi. <laughs> nice. Uh, as I was starting to say before we remembered to, to record what I was saying, um, oh. I was just checking out my favorite, my favorite Star Wars subreddit, Maw Installation. Fucking... Did you end up watching the the last chunk of of Clone Wars, the season seven no. like movie at the end of it? Nope. Okay. Highly recommend at some point uh, for for everyone for anyone. It's, the last four episodes are. I mean, clearly, like all of the budget went into them. <laughs> But uh, uh-huh. it, and they it like gets to the point where it's overlapping with with episode three, which is why everyone was so damn hype about it because it's like you get this true tie-in and it's very well done. And someone is asking, I, I love this because people ask these questions where the real answer is clearly because it's cool, but they're like, "What's the science behind this? How did this happen?" It just, I, I just love reading explanations i won't dive into exactly what the question is because it, it's a little semi-spoilery um but it's just clearly the answer is because it it's cool because plot yeah like whatever but it, there's just like a literally a hundred comments of like analyzation <laughs> like why it would actually be so good yeah i hate that shit this is why i don't reread it i <laughs> But this is what it's for, right? Like everybody knows. Yeah, uh-huh. Everybody knows that it's it's plot. But like, what what can we? How can we spin do this? Do they? No, they do. I feel like there's a kind of nerd that doesn't understand. No, I think I, I'd like to give them I the benefit think, of the doubt. No. Mm. It's just people discussing it in terms of the whatever. I care too much. I care too much. Okay, well, here we go. This is a... How was this person able to do this? He's Batman. Seems like the most... uh, Most accurate answer. Batman made a machine called the Final Machine that makes a Batman... There's no more Batman. Is it, is it, like, what's the, the hell does that mean? There's no more Batman. (laughs) It's the end of the world. What the fuck? What do you mean? Like, literally, like, there's only (laughs) one entity left on Earth and that, that's Batman? Yeah. I don't, I don't, like... Nope, that's all you're getting from me. <sighs> I've only heard people talk about it in these terms. Honestly, I haven't read the comic. Look at this guy. The final machine. Anything like that. Also, there's the Batman who laughs, who is both Batman and the Joker, and he's from the universe of bad ideas, and he runs around and says, I'm a bad idea. Hell yeah. That sounds banging, honestly. It's like the Joker died and 
least Joker gas in Batman's face when he died. So mm. Batman became the Joker, but he's still Batman. I still need to finish Batman Beyond. Bad idea. I mean, you don't. I do. It doesn't I have an to. ending. I I want to. I want to go through. I want to That's be there fair. for a ride. Like it, it was good. It did. It, it got That's me. Fair. Got me involved. Um, then you can watch um, Justice League. As like well, let's a couple episodes with Terry not, in it. That's not going too far. Justice League is good. I mean, I have that whole. I mean, Scooby Doo is coming first. Hell yeah! I need to. I I. I need to do a like. Maybe bust out like my noise canceling headphones the next time I watch. I can't tell if there's something off with the audio or if it's just something that I'm hearing and it's driving me crazy and it sounds like it's off, but it's not. There's something wacky with my download. <laughs> it's, it's, I like the last time I tried watching it, I, I didn't notice it at all. And then suddenly it was there and I like tried watching it. I could not focus. It drove me insane. That shit's good huh. though. Weird. That shit's top notch. I fucking love Mystery Incorporated. That show's so good. My brother actually <laughs> sent me it was clearly an edited screenshot of it. And I don't think he's watched mm. any of it at all. But someone had edited it's like the thing, it's like Velma and Daphne, and someone had clearly edited them to be like in, in bikinis or whatever. And like maybe increase the increase the, the size of increase their proportions and uh. someone posted on twitter it's like i didn't know velma had that dump truck though and there's a dude in the com it's just a dude in the comments like what episode is this please respond <laughs> like just thirsty as hell it gets me it fucking gets me there's no reason for it yeah. to be that funny but just ugh. but no that show is it's really good The definitive Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo is all worth it. Because we finally got a good Scooby-Doo. Have you seen any of the... Like, there's... Is it a new movie that's coming out? It's like the 3D... Scoob? Is that it? Is it, it came out. Sure. Ago. It, Dude, I've a, heard it's very bad. Also, it's that not... checks out. It's like... Weirdly, a bl it's about, like, Blue Falcon. Which is, like, the Hanna-Barbera Batman knockoff. Great. Because, of course... Uh, also, it's like trying to start, you know, the Hanna-Barbera expanded universe. So, like, Fred, Daphne, and Velma kind of aren't, are barely in the movie, it sounds like. Mm, that's gross. Also, just annoyingly, like, they got rid of most of the voice actors except for Frank Welker playing Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. I think I saw something like, with that. Like, I, I, in Frank Welker has been playing Fred since literally the beginning of Scooby-Doo. And he is still Fred in Mystery Incorporated, which is amazing. Mm. <laughs> like, that he's still playing that character. And how, like, that character went from being the most boring character in the world to fucking one of the best in Mystery Incorporated. It's just, yeah, dude. It's very funny to me. I was just, I was just talking about it. Uh, I think I, I think that was just on on Dolphy Day. I don't I don't know if you were in chat for this bit. Um, I I know it's like I I get that the term trap is like not okay, 
but god damn it is it the funniest thing ever that he's reading traps illustrated like just him being obsessed with traps is is great in and of itself but that probably uh -huh. unintentional double entendre is amazing it's a constant source of entertainment for myself <laughs> sure one bit what are the odds that he's reading a Traps Illustrated magazine? That's ridiculous. He's very, very obsessed with Traps. It's great, though. It, it, it's so good. He has to build Traps. And then he finds, like, whatever... I, I forget the, the, the villain it was. Was it... Was it not a villain? No, I don't think it's a villain. I think it's it's the old guy who, like... I forget, there was someone else who built a shitload of traps and they're just like talking shop about it and like, oh man, this is whatever uh. type of knot. It's so good. <laughs> uh, my favorite like, bit with Fred in that whole show is the start of like season two. It's okay. So good. Not there yet. Yeah. Soon. Finally went through... I didn't. I, I went through Gravity Falls. Was my recent cartoon watch. Mm -hmm. I did. I, as I mentioned, I I did not know that they actually ended it. I thought it got canceled. So the mm -hmm. the fact that there was like an actual ending there and it was good was very nice. Nice. I have not seen any. I I've not seen a minute of Gravity Falls. Just no reason why. Because or no interest. I mean, I don't watch TV, yeah. so I have to like search something out if I'm gonna watch it. Sure. And you know, like currently, we like we're doing Pillar of Salt because I can't like find the time to watch five episodes of anime or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, like, it's whatever. I at least have some some time this week to do stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's like I'm just happy to be here. As always. Yeah. Shooting mm -hmm. the shit. But no, it was a... I can see... I don't know how people were like, Oh, this influenced Rick and Morty and everything else. I can see it. I don't know if there's any merit to that. But I can see it. Like, grump, grumpy old guy who, like, throughout the whole thing, you can't really tell if he truly cares or if he's just an asshole. Um, I forget... Which, between uh, Justin and Dan, who voices Morty? It's Justin Roiland. Because right. he just had those, but he just had those voices for, like, years. Yeah. And he made, like, pretty bad, like, shorts about Doc and, um, from Back to the Future. Yeah. Which is just what those characters are. The Back mm -hmm. to the Future characters. Whatever, like, like he just those are just voices he had for for fucking years, and Dan Harmon was finally like, let's make a show for those voices you do all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, he and um, he shows up in... like he did them. I know he's done them in other things too. There's like oh, somewhere yeah. you can like just oh. find him doing those voices. Other well, he's he's in he's in Gravity Falls, and it's like yeah. little to no difference. <laughs> it's just. Mm -hmm there i mean the first time i think i heard him in something was probably adventure time because he was lemon grab i could that makes sense 
That's a terrible voice. That's <laughs> the voice of cursed. The voice of cursed is great. It's like <laughs> it's the sound of someone in constant agony, like life is uh -huh. pain voice. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, Lemon Grab is pretty cursed. The whole plot line. Yeah, that arc. Cursed. Like, I like forgot because I recently, for the longest time, I only had like seasons one through five of Adventure Time downloaded, and I recently yeah. went out and got oh, the. That, so that is actually something I watched not that long ago. Was I rewatched a bunch of Adventure Time? Yeah, I was thinking about diving back in, and it's like. I don't know why it feels extra surreal, like going back to it for some reason for me. Because mm. the thing for me was like, I had binged the whole end of it, so I hadn't, I didn't, I hadn't like parsed what, like what was where. Gotcha. <laughs> it was all just sort of a blur in my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, and mostly I was like just watching clips on YouTube. And then actually watch some episodes. I forget. Like, there's like less build up to the finale than I remembered. Yes. Even though there's, there is like some, but like the final episode, so much happens. Yeah. I have not. Like, literally just in that episode. Actually reminds me, I've not checked out the, uh, the new stuff they have. Uh, the, I think it's just Mars. I don't. Has, I don't think the second episode's come out yet. No, it's just that one BMO oh. episode. I think. Okay. I don't know. If the next part has come out, I should watch it because I watched the first part. Yeah. Um. It was just an episode about BMO in space. It was good. Yeah, that there was, was a uh... anxious rabbit character. Adventure Time was... That was a trip. I'm still like... I don't know. One of these... Because I don't I don't know why this is how I operate, but I, I feel the need at some point to like sit down and like... Go through... Not, not watch, but like... Consider, I guess, like... Adventure Time. Steven Universe. Gravity Falls, Rick and Morty, like any of these shows that are kind of in that same sort of space. Like wonky, like probably regular show is in there, though I have not seen it yet. Um, I don't know, just this whole space of like, of shows that are a little bit wonky, but then kind of get into more, not necessarily serious stuff, but... I don't know the right word. I, I don't know how, how to link know. those shows other than that they're all, you know, like from, uh, whatever, 2010 on. I guess, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, no, it's definitely. For, they're animated shows from the last decade. It's definitely, it's definitely like an era for sure, but like. I guess stuff that's uh, maybe with like not Rick and Morty, of course, but like, like for, for it's, it's shit for kids that also is like 
it feels like it's being made also with adults in mind, right? Like, I'm not gonna... Uh, of course, there's people who watch anything and everything. Like, there is, you know, yeah. for whatever kid show exists, there is going to be a adult fandom of it, which is whatever. But, like, the big ones. You know, Adventure Time. Tons and tons of people from all ages watch that. Uh, same with Steven Universe and, and Gravity Falls and everything else. Um, It's like, which one I I find to be on top for myself mm -hmm. no reason to but i just like I like analyzing that shit fair enough yeah i've done i mean i've done that kind of thing with other other shows other periods of time for mm -hmm. me it's just like adventure time just speaks to a special part of my brain sure. so like that's the one i just know that's the one for me mm -hmm. and like it it's one that like it synthesized a bunch of things that were coming out of animated shows leading up to it, but it put it together in like the way I wanted it to, where it like had gotcha. the like the whimsy and cynicism of some shows, but then also had like a really good a strong main character, which is not a thing a lot of the shows <laughs> leading up to it had because SpongeBob is like the most popular thing in the world. Yeah. It before yeah. that, so. See, my... One thing that I've been... I think uh, The Good Place got me thinking about this a lot more. Um, like, it's a huge point for me for, for, like, Gravity Falls. That it's two fucking seasons. That show moves. Like, they don't they don't piss away too much time with with filler because there's just not much space for yeah. filler and that's great i mean i you know we got the promare fucking take me <laughs> like just <laughs> whisk me away to the to through this journey and and to a to an ending um mm -hmm. and that's like huge uh not that not that adventure time is bad for for having more but like I think when Peter was Peter was hesitant about watching Adventure Time, partially because there was so much and like some of it, he he had tried a little and he like didn't like some of it, and I literally yeah. was able to go through and like take out probably more than half of the episodes from each season and be like just watch these mm -hmm. if this is what you like or whatever, um, and and there's just like there's so much, I remember. The yeah. early stuff in Adventure Time, like uh, what? Uh, green Green Elephant bakes pies all the time. Fuck! Why can I not remember? <laughs> because she was terrible the first season and is still kind of. I mean, not... she didn't stop being terrible. I really do I not like episodes with her straight up. She's. Why it's... can't I think of her name? Apple something. Mrs. Apple something? Adventure Time, time elephant. elephant. Tree Trunks. That's Tree the trunks. one. What a awful. Oh, I, I'm glad she's not even the first picture for Elephant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the, the fucking War Elephant comes up first. So, yeah, that's Classic. great. Yeah. 
Ancient Psychic Tandem War Elephant. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. No, I mean, Adventure Time has the feel because that's what happened. Where they First, they're just doing whatever, and then they start building the world. Yeah. Like, on top of that. And there's ways in which that's slapdash, and there's ways in which that's, like, really organic and feels good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bigger, th like, there's just, there's so much Adventure Time. Like, that show got so many episodes when you look at it yeah, as a dude. whole. Um, I'm still, I'm still upset. And it's always good. The only thing is, like, some things, it's diminishing returns on just them revisiting mm. a thing so many times. Like, how many Lemon Grab episodes did we really <sighs> need? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the lemon hope stuff that felt like okay. It's a little could have could have cut back a little bit here. Or yeah, something. I think, and, but like and like it just it goes on that like everyone has their their thing. But at the same time, like this new Bemo shortcoming is like that was great. Like <laughs> there's there I still feel like there's plenty of more you can do with Adventure Time. Oh yeah, but they did get a little stuck in terms of re redoing stuff that worked before or moving their like long term plot that is like not that not that built really. It's not like really a single driving thing, but um. So I think the yeah. The thing that I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like certainly for Adventure Time, and maybe that's like the, the going theme with some of the shows that I mentioned. Again, I can't, I can't really speak for regular show, but I know people, for some reason, always compared it to Adventure Time. I don't know it's that that's like accurate a, it's at all. It's more, much more of like a hangout show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I haven't watched that much of it because it never. It never grabbed me that strongly. But, but for Steven Universe especially, uh, Gravity Falls is big on this, and like Rick and Morty is, I think, pretty good about it. Like I like the, I like the the, the glimpses at the at the rest of the world, even though we might like we we might never ever return to this. Um, yeah. What was the? Uh, I was just thinking of one for Adventure Time that it was like so stoked. Oh. Um, like in adventure time for me anything to do with like the lich king so good yeah so fucking good but still to this day i go back and rewatch the scene where it's a uh the the baby like the giant baby dude who's like the lich yeah. but not and he like does the lovecraftian bullshit and he's like before there was time before there was anything there was nothing <laughs> and before that there was monsters that's god tier that's straight up uh -huh. that scene is fucking amazing and i want more of it and i know that they're not going to give it to me and that just makes me like it more because i want more like uh -huh. it's so good and any there's some in adventure time like it's like the for shows i've seen i think that's like the king of shit like that we're just gonna glimpse the, yeah. there's something in the background that's like the most interesting thing you've ever seen but we're not going to reference it we're going to never see it again <laughs> yeah so good <laughs> 
Also, it has yeah. a forest. I mean, Adventure girl, Time's so... ability to just like fucking go for it and be insane mm-hmm. is like one of the things I just really love about it. And it's one of the things I like miss when I go to Steven Universe because Steven Universe is way more like this is thought out and like really good, but it's not like it goes more. It's more likely to go towards like cute and silly than it is fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it never goes insane. And that just it's not. It doesn't. It's. I mean, Steven Universe was fucking great, but it doesn't touch me in the way. Adventure yeah. Time gets to, like, my heart of, like, if I were making a thing, it would be closer to this, mm. is, is more the thing. Yeah. I mean, the most disappointing I mean, thing Finn about... Finn eats... He pucks out those noodles, and he just starts chewing on them. I do that all the time. <laughs> no, Adventure Time fucked up in one major way. And that is mm. introducing uh, Forest Wizard as a main character late, and then not making like another four seasons with her at the center. So uh, that's it didn't, it didn't, disappointing. It didn't do one of those arcs, the season arcs of just about just her. Ugh. we needed it. Her and Fern having adventures. I'd be absolutely down. Give me plant. <laughs> give me Adventure Time plant people. And you can just take my money. Forest wizard. She had leaf hair, dude. That's the best kind of hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I do... I also feel like with Adventure Time, they got a little too stuck on the pattern of doing these, like arcs with plot at the end of the show the full season uh stories yeah like they went a little far with that i think i don't Didn't need to yeah i don't know what the best balance is it felt more like it was like we have to keep making things bigger and up to a, an end rather than like we're just making this thing <laughs> it's yeah. just gonna do cool stuff which i feel like it could sustain it could just do stuff that's fun yeah i think that might have been i feel like they but i and i don't i don't know that like they should have done that even i don't like (laughs) like it might that might be a trap too but uh like this way they left me wanting more so like taking a break and then you know making a little bit more every once in a while also seems fine to me yeah i just want that next episode <laughs> because I, I just looked it's not out yet but come on come on see and i think i, I mentioned this in our episode about adventure time i'm sure like maybe it's because of how they built up everything and they did get more plot heavy because for a while there it was like the first episode or two of the season and the last two are going to be plot bangers and then everything else is a like maybe it's something with the plot maybe it's like been on an infinite dungeon train yeah but because it was those season long things like you did feel like there was sort of like okay when are we going to get like the conclusion here yeah because the conclusions were always much stronger than like the being stuck in the middle of those stories with the way adventure time 
was paced in like these short episodes. Yeah. Know. So the freaking, I don't know. I, 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 it's probably just a me problem. Like I thought they were going to maybe explain more of the, of, of stuff in the finale, just like explain more of the shit about the world and like whatever. What and they, of what course they, they need to explain at that point. Just like more details about stuff. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm right for thinking. I'm just saying that that's like where I got <laughs> they to be. explained so much over the course of that show. I don't know what you still needed. I need more. More details. But also I don't need more. Yeah. I feel that way. I feel that way in my heart. But in my head I'm like that would uh-huh. be terrible. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Don't over explain. But I don't know. I feel like you could accuse Adventure Time of having over-explained just because they had so many episodes about backstory stuff. Sure. I guess between that, or maybe just like, I wanted more of a follow-up. And I mean, they, they, what they did worked. You know, like they lived their lives. They hung out. They had more adventures maybe, but they, they just did stuff. Like that's, I think that's good, but in my heart, yeah. I'm like the epilogue, not the Harry <laughs> Potter kind. I don't know. I mean, going back to it, I'm like, this is, I still love this and I could use more, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's definitely like plenty of episodes I don't care about oh yeah too so Uh, we want more songs like the worst part about steven universe to me is that it took rebecca sugar away from adventure time (laughs) (laughs) so she only came back occasionally to do stuff it was uh because even the songs that are in the end are still her, just coming back to do yeah. that. Dude, it was, it's so funny when it's like Steven Universe was coming out, and I like mentioned it to Peter or whatever, and he was like into it a little bit and started started to get into it, and they started doing more songs, and he's like, "I'm out." That's oh, just, wow. just the literally op- the opposite of me. Yeah, totally. I opposite was like, of what he's looking w- for? Where are the songs? Why am I like at episode seven and I haven't heard the songs? I haven't even heard the song that I know is in the show because she performed it at Comic Con. Mm. I was just like singing, "Where is Giant Woman? Where is it? I know it's in here somewhere. Give it to me." It it definitely <laughs> depends on my mood. I think more so, more so with Steven Universe. I can't think of the, I can't think of any Adventure Time songs that I was like, not about. But for Steven Universe, I, I don't know, maybe because it is like too, it, it's just more of a cutesy feeling show. Like sometimes I'm on the, not yeah. in the mood to hear someone. Like a lot, bitch I mean, a lot of the emotions. songs in Adventure Time are like, um, they're not a big how to do. They're and they're um oh, fuck what's the word where they're like organically in the show like <sighs> when Marceline's like sitting at the bottom of her fridge and about to sing to 
the Frost King about, you know, how he's weird and annoying, but, like, their history together. Like, an apple rolls around and hits her fucking keyboard so that there's music playing while she's singing that. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, diegetic is the word. Okay. Yeah, no, it's... Um, it's it's very good in that. So that doesn't it doesn't have like the jarring feeling of you know some things but that I also don't mind but I know <laughs> some people do. Yeah. So I feel like it's 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 easier it's like an easier thing to for people who hate musicals to deal with. Mhm. But I like all that shit anyway. Like I think Phineas and Ferb is an example of just they just do musical stuff all the time every episode and it's yeah not all of them are amazing but they're all solid yeah and then of course you have uh if you've if you've heard it the song i'm fabulous yeah like super god tier because it's about me (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah yeah Look, I just want more Marceline. Dude. I still remember I still remember watching it. And I think it's like one of her first songs, if not the first song, like actual song, like your problem I'm not your problem, or I'm just your problem or whatever. She's thinking about her fries. No, that's and definitely not her first song. It's not? It's been so fucking long. I mean her, her first song is like she her singing in like the Finn and Jake looking for a new home because she shows up at their house or whatever, mm. and she sings in that. And then I okay. think it's like her French fry song, where she goes, "Daddy, why did you eat my fries? I bought them and they were mine." Maybe I'm thinking of the fries song. I'm probably combining them somehow in my head. Yeah, I got two different. Either way, either way, it was fucking great. Like it was so good. I mean, I'm not your problem is fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the point where they had clearly decided Marceline and Princess Bubblegum had dated. Yeah. Great ship. And they uh and they built on it slowly over time after that. <laughs> I just remember the, the, the episode with, like, the t-shirt or whatever. Uh-huh. And, like, people did, got a lot of people real heated. <laughs> Not even, like, I, it was definitely a case of, like, I never, I don't think I recall seeing anyone who was, like, no, nah, they're just good friends. But I certainly <laughs> saw a metric fuckload of people who were, like, arguing against these people. So, like, that, I remember with the t-shirt thing, like, just, like, indisputable evidence. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me I mean, the super indisputable evidence is, like, the second time it shows up, mm. and she sniffs it after <laughs> picking up it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's what good friends do. They sniff each other's throats. How <laughs> to sniff things. Walk the other person. <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. I'm so glad yeah. we have our platonic friendship. 
was that was good stuff. I mean, there, the way it's handled in the show is like not even not actually where I'd want it to be. I'd want it to be more explicit. Oh, dude, yeah, no, a hundred percent. It's still like you know, step up, definite imp- step up from like Legend of Korra, Ugh. where you just don't see any of it on screen. Yeah, <laughs> literally nothing. Yeah. The creators have to be explicit about it after the show because it's like, it's still like actually too vague. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't make even make it clear enough in the thing they made, even at the end. I do. I just what I forget what was being talked about. I forget what show in particular was being mentioned. Someone was someone was just talking about how like every every instance, even if it's vague. Like every single instance of of that representation on screen is like, the next time somebody makes a show, they get to they can point to this and be like, "See, this is fine." So taking it like a little bit further is gonna be okay, and eventually, like, it's still obviously yeah. not in a great place. Like, it can be much better, and people are, I say people, mm-hmm. of course, like the companies or people deciding no, shit aren't stupid, but like it's a thing where like that kind of thing is like probably good for progress but it means the the thing that's doing like kind of bad representation but it's all they can do is not gonna age well yeah yeah it it, i mean the bigger one that's that's generally worse is like if the representation is a big part of the marketing because that means it's just gonna be incredibly safe and boring like that happened with um, co- uh, Marvel Comics, mm. where like they've there've been there have been plenty of gay uh, Marvel characters that were good, but like they made a big deal of I think it was North Star getting married, it's like, and it's just like the most boring. It's not <laughs> good drama. It's just incredibly boring, and it's they picked a boring character to do it with like yeah no but you had this comic where you had wiccan and hulkling who were a great couple and a complete mess because wiccan is a fucking idiot and it was great and they were gay trash together it was beautiful (laughs) man but then you just all you want to promote is your boring boring story where nothing matters and nothing important really happens except you know this character nobody cares about actually cares about it gets married okay yeah. the that's how it goes the one that i actually never i i have not i think it i think the the run is is over but i never i never finished dr afra never her in that uh imperial officer Mm. I'm pulling for him. That shit was great. I mean, I read through the Gillen run, so technically, like read through all of him writing the character. Like you finished her, the Doctor Afra. Like the writer changed on Doctor Afra, uh, and I didn't, I didn't read mm. past the original writer. Gotcha. Either. Yeah. Because I just really like Kieran Gillen's stuff. Mm-hmm. 
He invented Kid Loki. Who's Loki, but he's <laughs> a little shit. Because the real Loki died and, like, reincarnated right. himself as a kid. You... Did we... Was this a sampler? It might have been. I think it was. That seems issues. that seems a hundred percent familiar. Yeah, I think I I recall this. Yeah, but like reading the first issue, you don't get to like the issue where he blows up Stonehenge while wearing a V for Vendetta mask. Going symbols are important. So oh no, I don't know that you get the full effect. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so. Uh, swinging back to, to representation briefly, obviously yeah. uh, we we've discussed before about <laughs> wizards fucking absolutely. I don't like active, not even messing up, but like yeah. actively destroying the stuff with. Uh, Nissa I mean, screwing up so bad they were like, I guess we're not doing books anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> like they did a whole set without having doing story for it. <laughs> Yeah, because they fucked up so bad. So there's that. Have you seen the latest thing? No. So apparently, it's like these uh, characters that have been referenced, and people like enjoyed them, but they were never represented on a card, and we just kind of knew about them. And maybe I, I'm sure at some point got like a short story or a section of a story with yeah. them in it, and they put them on the commander products. The new ones, uh, I forget what their names are. It's like Halana and Elena, or Hana and Alana, or something, or whatever the hell it is. I have no idea. One is mono green and one is mono red. Uh, uh -huh. Two chicks, and I think, I think, like in a relationship, I want to say it. I, it's either heavily implied or they're just outright said to be in one. I forget which it is, uh -huh. but. So they released them as uh, part of the upcoming Commander products, or they're, they've been spoiled or whatever. And yeah. one of their one of them has flavor text and the other doesn't. It says something like, uh, "With with whatever the name is by my side, I can like I know I can do anything or something like that." Like very fucking clear. But then uh. they gave them partner, and it's not partner with. <laughs> and it's like what are you doing nice. why would you uh it's so people are like mechanics matter it's just like people are i mean they're upset about like just That's regular hilarious. partner coming I, maybe back they're not anyway, exclusive but... maybe they're just not exclusive man I don't know, dude. Maybe <laughs> wizards isn't in a place to maybe wizards isn't in a place to be making that call right now <laughs> I mean. They're in. They're in the place where they wanted your representation, but it. They they only have so many characters that all their characters are like marketing material. So, yeah. it's kind of. Kind of gonna probably not be great. I mean, this, I don't know. They're not even heavily. It's not. It, it, just do it. You already took away one red and green couple. Let the other one have their shit. I can't care about this. <laughs> I do. I mean, I like. I'm sure some people are incredibly upset. It's just sort of it. It's annoying, but it's whatever. At the end of the day, like they should be working to get their representation stuff 
better. They should hire more people into their company. That's (laughs) honestly. Positions of leadership. (laughs) They can make decisions that are more sensible. Not just have, you know, white dudes deciding all this stuff and writing all this stuff. So this has been a... That actually, like whatever the a, intentions are, as long as you just ha- always have white dudes writing this stuff, I don't yeah. know what you expect. That actually brings up a, a a very good good point and good transition because this has been uh, very very topical. Um, yeah. Discussing with the the recent passing of I don't know how to pronounce his last name Chadwick. Bozeman. Bozeman. Um, so obviously there's been a lot of talk about Black Panther again and how, you know, it was for a lot of people, it was like, this is the first time seeing like someone like me on the, in a, like, in a well-regarded superhero film or whatever, right? And a lot of people uh, coming out and talking about like, this is the first time my son said that, like, oh, man, you look like Black Panther. Like, there's a superhero that I look like and all that shit. And mm-hmm. obviously, it, it's it's great. And there, there's been more talk, of course, about, like, representation about people in Hollywood in films as writers, as directors, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, and it's been, it's been a little difficult. Um, had some good discussions some heated discussions uh between my my myself and anya um she's just the she doesn't that because like she also technically is in a in a place where like it's not like there's a shitload of armenian superheroes running around or anything right it's like Mm -hmm. uh, the only actor i can think of offhand is eric bedrazan um but that never that never bothered her, and I've been trying to trying to figure out how to how to properly explain like why it's important because there's this element of like and not not necessarily stuff that she's saying, but like for the other side of this argument, like you know people people say like why does it matter if there's X representation in a superhero movie like we need more representation in like STEM areas or just like not on the screen but in the writer's room or something like do you have any any thoughts on that maybe because I I know it's important I just have trouble explaining why past the idea of like like the subconscious idea of like a kid being able to to sort of see themselves on screen, right? Or like my my comparison was, um, think of how fucking terrible it would have been when westerns were popular if you were Mexican and every single fucking movie that came out had Mexicans as the bad guys. Like, yeah. Even if you're not, even if you're a kid and you're not taking that in like consciously, that's still like, just it. This is the normal. This this is the norm for for you even if you don't think about yeah, it it's like there's plenty of bad culture that just becomes the radiation for people's lives um the bigger thing i think the the thing that i think about the most with representation is that 
you just need more of it like it's a it's at some point it becomes a quantity thing just because you need every it can't be that like every single like black main character has to represent all black people yeah like you need the the pressure valve has to be released and you can only get there by like bulk mm-hmm. by having like way more examples because you don't want it to rest on is this this thing is representational and and it has to be good like you want to get to the point where it's just a thing that's there's enough of it that you can you know just it just be a thing on its own and it doesn't have to carry all this extra baggage mm-hmm. is is a big part of it like like the thing with um Oh, the Bechdel test of, like, you look at movies where two women have a conversation with each other that's not about a man. Like, the, the like how small a number that is compared yeah. to the number of movies they make, which it's just ridiculous. And, like, that's just a problem. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how is that a thing throughout the whole... Uh, industry and just you know hollywood is so white and so many movies are about dudes and written by dudes and direct and directed by dudes and produced by dudes it's just what stuff is and what gets made and so like like chadwick boseman becomes a movie star like there just aren't that many black movie stars. Oh, yeah. So you, to lose to lose one is like you're losing a big part of that culture. <laughs> like it's mm. just gone. Um Yeah, no, and there like is... there just there should be more black movie stars, but like so there's definitely something to be said about and and I did uh, like when we were talking about this that's something i mentioned is like it would be the different like if i opened up a, a newspaper a newspaper for saint petersburg and like someone someone died in a car crash like on his parents probably like it's sad it sucks but it's not like it's it's gonna suck and then they're going to read the next thing if my parents open up the newspaper in Hodunk Town, Wisconsin, and someone died in a car crash, that's going to be brutal. Because there is a 99% chance that they know this person. So, just that smaller community, and it's like, uh, yeah, losing losing someone hurts much more. And you're losing more. But I, I, I agree with what you said about the, about, like, the bulk. I know one thing, I've been looking for them, and it is truly hard to find uh there've been people talking about like they just want a regular gay rom-com like just a shitty <laughs> rom-com yeah. but with gay people but what happens yeah. of course is every, it, every single that many just shitty rom-coms that are in movie theaters even yeah but netflix is pumping them out dude <laughs> that's not you're not wrong about that one like so if you're just maybe about, like, maybe ones. instead of yeah. Vanessa Hudgens and random white guy, yeah, 
Uh-huh. They could do Vanessa Hudgens and oh. like slam and hottie uh, love interest the chick like female. I mean it that just sounds like good business too. Yeah. <laughs> like why right? wouldn't you do that? But because I mean that's why corporations love gay pride cuz like yeah. serving a community that's underserved so they're way more excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> they're way more into it. It's like it's just good business at that point. It's like, yeah. it's like the NFL is doing gay pride shit. It's not because they actually support yeah, no, gay that's rights. The thing, it's right? because there's shit. fucking money in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But of, of course with like, with any romance movie that's like, uh, involves LGBT people. LGBT plus. Yeah. Um, the problem right now is that they're all like, even if it's more of a rom com, it's always like serious, and it like deals with, you know, it's it's like yeah. you said about like being it's bearing all this weight. And it's like, yeah, that's, well, that's fine. Heard, that's like fine once new, in a while. So the new don't not game, Makers of Life is Strange, their new game like Tell Me Why, hmm. is um. One of the it's about two siblings and one of them is trans male, mm-hmm. um, and just like it just sounds like it's not like they they made a big point of like oh we never dead name him there's no there's like weird parental stuff but it doesn't have to do with the being trans like the whole this whole weird community is incredibly accepting it's just like that okay but like also this is unrealistic and just like. Now your story is weird and bland, mm. um, which is why, which is one of the things I was thinking about recently with like the marketing thing of like if you're if you're you build it up like in this way, then you have to be incredibly safe about it because you don't want to get canceled. You don't want to be uh, do it wrong and make something that's actually aff- turns out to be offensive. Yeah, despite your good intentions, but. If you make something that's boring, <laughs> I mean, and safe. It's not actually speaking to people either. Yeah, because so you like you. That's why. That's why you need the bulk so that these characters don't have to be represent representational, yeah. so that they can be like trash in the way normal <laughs> humans are trash. Yeah, just like garbage. Which is like everything again. Yeah. The the thing that like my favorite gay comic gay characters in comics are like um. Where they're just allowed to be people because there's just enough. There's mm-hmm. been enough over time. Or like if you read fucking short packed, where like so many of these characters are gay, that like, you know, and you can have garbage roof stuff and whatever. Yeah. Like his characters are all, you know, on equal footing in that way. Mm-hmm. And because that's one of the things, like, even right now. I mean, I've. Did... I can't think of any particular point in time, but just the... And, like, the, fucking movies can't even still get, like, women right. Dude, yeah, <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> like, they're so... They're so slow-moving on so many things. Like, I can't... I mean, my... The hilarious thing... And they're gonna... Like, they need to do it, and they're gonna get it wrong a bunch. Yeah. It's just gonna happen, man. P- 
people have been making more with as Netflix has been making more shit, there's so much and me and Anya are just absolutely about like those teen dramas that are just like absolute <laughs> shit. But it's it's just so good. And one of my students the other day, we were just like kind of doing an introduction lesson or whatever. And they literally asked like they didn't know the best way to phrase it, and they didn't know the politically correct way to phrase it. So they were like, mm-hmm. "I always see like American schools on 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 Netflix. Are teenagers in America that slutty?" <laughs> I was just like, "No, they act that way, maybe, but like, no, it's, it's every it's ugh. it's TV." It's TV, yeah, it's like baby. So. Also, you can watch older teen t- TV where they, they're all like 30. Hell yeah, uh, Saved by the Bell <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. 90210. Oh, hell yeah. Ugh. Ugh. No, just like... Ugh. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a that's a good point. Just getting getting quantity out there so that more but have you watched prince of peoria no it's on netflix it's not good but i watched a bunch of it with my friend <laughs> it's just a were... dumb very dumb sitcom there was actually i don't know the latest the latest one we watched was um Never have I ever. Was uh, I forget what it was? It's a teen teen drama about uh, uh, um, uh, Indian family, Indian girl, and like her family and stuff. I mean, some of the some of the the high school shit was just absolutely ridiculous, as you do. But I think like culturally it was fine. It had some nice nice themes of like. I mean, like, the shit we learned about in, like, some of my education classes in, in university, like, the the duality of, of recent immigrant groups, right? Like, back in the day, like, uh, like Mexican-Americans or, like, African-Americans or any recent immigrant or immigrant family that has, like, maybe, for example, their parents think, like I completely identify as Korean, but then the kids are growing up in America and they have like this, you know, how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you reconcile like two halves of yourself? Tricky yeah. shit, but it was, it was, it was pretty good. It was also just trashy as hell and delicious to watch. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to have sex. Yeah. For the I first mean, time. like, like the, I, I do. I don't think I hit the point enough, actually, though, that, like, you need, like, creators who have lived experience of being a minority to actually make the stories, too. Like, yes. Yeah. I I think it. (laughs) Like, I'm curious. I'm curious. Because even if you get, you know, even if it turns out okay one time, that creator's not necessarily the right person to do it. Mm-hmm. all the time like you just you don't know what angle they're gonna come from it there might be things like it's not there's way too much with all this stuff like the black lives matter movement any of this kind of stuff where it's like oh we just need we need to listen 
It's like, motherfucker, that's not enough. <laughs> I I have two. If you're not a, if you're not hearing things, and b, like you just need to let other people do the work mm-hmm. and actually make the like the things and so, be able to make decisions that matter. You can't just let them try to inform, try to tell you the right thing to do, and then get ignored. Mm-hmm. So I. I looked up. I probably should have known this. It was created by uh, Mindy Kaling. 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 You know who that is? What was? No, I have no idea. Oh, that's a, a chick from The Office. I don't know. I'll, I'll just link it. I'll just link You'll You'll recognize her, I'm sure. Um, that, that teen drama that I watched. So she was the creator, and it's like based oh, yeah, partially yeah. on her childhood growing up. So that seems solid. I have a question... Um, I, there's a term that they're using here in the Wikipedia article that I don't understand. I, I kind of get what it means, but I don't know what it's referencing. It says the series has been described as a watershed moment for South Asian representation in Hollywood and has been praised for breaking Asian stereotypes. What is a watershed moment? Do you know? It's like... I mean, it's just a... Why? Why can I not remember the, t- the I, term? <laughs> um, it just says like, turning point. Yeah, I mean that's basically it. I don't know where where it comes from. Such wa- a watershed moment. Better than a better than a Watergate like, moment. Uh, am I right? Let's see. It's used literally to meet an area of land that divides the flow of separate rivers or the high ridge from which water flows into a body of water. Huh. Yeah. Turning point. It's like a turning yeah. point in a body of water, I guess. Wild. Like idiom. I think idiom Wild. was what I was looking for. Yeah, it's an idiom. I mean, obviously, but <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah. Like, no, but I was like, why I can't I remember the thing describe what it is, even? Brain fart. Yeah. Watershed moment is a phrase that people use, particularly when referring to media mm-hmm. and representation. I feel like, yeah, but like stuff know. like that is, I mean, it's great. One of, yeah, I have a much stronger feel for representation in comics just because I've read much more of that and like the attempts to to make it to do it when it was like as like a thing that mattered work way worse like or way worse and mm-hmm. then like a writer just does it and like it's not a part of the fucking promotional material it just happens to be a part of the story that's like when it works out more often yeah so like if you're hearing about Oh, this is the you know. This char- this comic has a gay in it. It's like that's probably not the one you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've like, I don't know. There's been a lot of because again, like Anya just doesn't. It's not that it's not that she's like on the wrong side, but she just doesn't think about this stuff. <laughs> like she doesn't. She doesn't go that deep into like film and TV and media in general. Um, mm-hmm. With this, so like, I remember I mentioned 
uh, like how nice it was for uh, uh, She-Ra, like the new She-Ra. Um, yeah. One of the characters just has two dads, and it's like, it's never referenced. It's never like, it's never like some big uh, reveal or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it's just there, and it's just fine. Like there's parents, and it's chill. Yep. And I was talking about like how nice it is because it's just, it's not a big. It, they never make it a point. It's just there, and it was like I was, there was some back and forth, and I was mentioning how like at first she was a little annoyed because she doesn't, she's not a fan of like stuff getting inserted and then like warping everything to be around like their sexuality or whatever. But I after explaining like no, literally it's just them existing as people like then it's fine that's great but i think she's just used to i guess yeah like the more of like the marketing thing like we're gonna make a big deal of this and we're gonna hone in on it and then it i mean detracts from it overall straight couples can warp a story around them yeah just like fucking love triangle horse shit warps the story in bad ways I, I think not like um um like my favorite anime creator who worked on Sailor Moon like mm. he was like explicitly said he prefers lesbian couples as media because when he's writing it because if he does a male female character dynamic it like overshadows the ability for the female character to be her own character hmm. it's like that makes sense which is definitely a thing that ha- like the, the the tuxedo mask sailor moon dynamic in the course of watching sailor moon is fucking annoying yeah <laughs> except like it, it's like cool that he gets stabbed like every episode but guess mm-hmm. fuck him but, but i think you know. part of it is like just that just that like <laughs> Maybe extra annoyance with like the weight you mentioned, like making every yeah. every gay person have like the entire weight of that community on their shoulders as a like C tier role. It's, I mean, it's just unfair show. to any character. Yes, like no character yeah. should have to bear that burden. Mm-hmm. Like, and like when it's bad, it's extra. Like the entire. Indian, like any Indian in America having to wear the weight of every person having seen The Simpsons and knowing Apu is like part of what made that character so fucking infuriating to people beyond like what it actually was in the context of the show. Like that then anytime a white person talks to an Indian person, they bring up Apu. Like, yeah, it's like mind break how did that end up getting resolved by the way i know there was a bunch they quietly retired the character eventually after being dicks about it okay i know their first response in the show was terrible like like they like lisa and barge talked to the camera basically it was really bad (laughs) it's really bad i think eventually they've got just like got taken out of the show but I haven't again I haven't watched I don't really know I like literally heard that they had retired him like today 
listening to a mm. comic book podcast. <laughs> it was like it was about and they were talking about like there's a web comic, fan web comic about Bart Simpson and um fucking I can't remember his name from Family Guy, Peter Griffin's son. It's like, what if Chris. they went to couples therapy? Yeah, Chris Griffin went to couples therapy. And Bobby Hill's their therapist. And they talk about how they're abusive dads. Oh. How it's ruining, making their relationship bad. And then at the end, Bobby Hill calls his dad and says, you know, you were a good dad. And it's very sweet. I mean... Yeah, I'd say out of those three, like, Hank Hill is probably the, the, the best. He was not physically abusive. Or, you know, an actual monster. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't... And the person like... who made the comic had, like, a really, like, thoughtful essay about their feelings yeah. about the shows. But... Yeah. Thing that exists. They, it's always just on like the podcast I listen to where they have to rank co- comic books be, like from listener submissions. Mm. Bobby Hill's a therapist, like, though. Like, fucking terrifying. Uh, ranking <laughs> fucking full runs of comics versus like single peanut strips. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh, the first peanut strip is so good. Because I got submitted that one. It's like, oh, that Charlie Brown. Good old Charlie Brown. How I hate him. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen uh, the like, super old peanuts that I can think of. Does it look drastically different or has it just stayed the same? I mean, it's not as, like... Perfected. That's not a style. It's quite a stylized. It has like a different style to it, I'd say. Yeah. Man. Uh, this link should work. Yeah. yeah. That's the first peanut strip. <laughs> that's pretty great. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Yes, sir. Like, man, people just fucking hate Charlie Brown. They just, they just fucking hate him. The equivalent of waiting until someone leaves the Discord voice call and then calling him a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> See you later, bud. Yeah, next time. Do do do. What an asshole. Always classic. You do that with love, though. Yeah, yeah. Man, (laughs) you know what newspaper comic is my least favorite, like, by a hundred thousand miles? Wow. Okay. No, I don't. It's a lot of good options. Family Circus. Oh, Family Circus? Yeah, Family Circus is a good pick. It's I was listening to a a politics podcast, and I was like, Mike Pence said his favorite strip was Garfield. And they were just a- asking us, so like, what's the worst comic book strip someone could say is their favorite? And Ooh. I think they picked Family Circus. That's Family Circus is fucking <laughs> awful, dude. It's really bad. I know so many... Croc is really bad. 
I do not know Croc, at least by name. Croc is really bad. I'm trying to think, like... What else would... I don't know. I You know what a good ranking would be? Garfield before and after that strip where he's just alone in the house. You know, the, the one... <laughs> Or it's all a dream. Uh -huh. Garfield alone. <laughs> well, it's not a strip. It's like it's like a week of strips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I didn't. I didn't see it in the paper though. I had like a little like the actual book, like Garfield yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven or whatever. From uh -huh. Back in the day. Like Steve Jarvis is like, what if I tried? And then people hated it, so he's like, well, never trying again. Done with trying. And then, uh, you know. R slash I'm sorry John took over for him. Look, I just like Garfield minus Garfield. It's all that that's John's pretty that shit's great. Crises. Yeah. <laughs> the simple ones where he's just like, it's Monday, and then he's like smiling and then just goes to a frown <laughs> by the end of the <laughs> <laughs> trying so hard. So what's like the top, what's like a top tier newspaper comic? I mean, I mean, right now it's a Nancy easy. Is easy. that still in newspapers? Yeah. Okay. I my newspaper got like jack shit. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I've never read it in a newspaper. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> but think. It's on the syndicated newspaper <laughs> website. Let's see what. Uh... What have I actually seen in our newspaper? I mean, Family Circus, of course, was always there, mocking me. Um, Alley Oop was, was present. Uh, BC. Uh, 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 Dagwood? Blondie and Dagwood? Uh-huh. That was around. Blondie. Beetle, Beetle Bailey. Yeah. I think I think Garfield was still there. I think Garfield was still bumping. I mean, Garfield had to be there. Uh, Haggard, very popular. Haggard the horrible. Yeah. There was like one. I can't think of the name of it. And occasionally they rotated. Like I think Kathy was there, but not always. And uh, mm. get fuzzy and stuff occasionally be in it. What I, there was one that was like always looked interesting and it's like just super it was like realistic like it was super detailed drawings it was clearly like an ongoing plot i mean they're pretty to do yeah plot. Like, it was just like it was the, just so the spider-man newspaper comic it was so ongoing plot <laughs> it was just so it was so different than all of the other stuff like everything else was just a regular comic strip but this was like some epic adventure. It's like Prince Valiant. Yeah, what? I think that's it. Prince Valiant sounds right. Yeah. Prince Valiant. Uh, I'm going to send you a newspaper oh, yeah. strip. Actual oh, yeah, newspaper it. strip. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, so there's, there's this dog. In the first panel, it says sometimes dogs can pick up the familiar scent of another animal that they know that lives close to the area they live in. And in the background, you see a bear, 
And then the next panel is a close-up on the bear's face. And that's the comic. That's great. That's a Mark Trail. Easy top tier. Because I think, like, once a week they'll do one that's just, like, animals. It doesn't have... Wait, hold up. There was a Prince Valiant Game Boy game? Sure, probably. Who? Prince Valiant's existed for a long time. I mean, all of these seem to have been around for a hot minute. At least the ones in my newspaper. You got to appeal to the old people in town. Uh huh. Family. The the original creators and whatever the fucking initial idea of the strip was. Yeah. I think we went to. There was like when I was when I was younger, we went to visit my grandparents in Arizona for snowbirds. And uh there was like some ice cream place that my grandpa said like the, the creator of Family Circus, like he owned this ice cream shop or something. At the time I thought it was kinda neat. Now I kinda wish I could go back and throw a brick through the window. Mm. It's not <sighs> I still have visions of the so like go on go on no 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 go on so like most of my um like reading of newspaper comics came from so there's this website joshreads.com goes by the comics curmudgeon well he'll just like repost newspaper comics that are like notable to him and have like his little commentary about them okay whatever just like making fun of them and that i've really enjoyed that over the years um, the the chronicle the most interesting thing I ever that I've seen happen in the newspapers was the like right the person who was doing apartment four G like I they got like dementia or, like they lost their mind and it slowly deteriorated over a course of months so you. Mm read those comics and you see the quality slowly deteriorating for like the plots like it's plot stops making sense and like eventually it like becomes clear because the art goes completely to shit instead of like even being just retracing old drawings or whatever but it's like how long it takes for you to notice that like something is fucking wrong here and that yeah. like the the <laughs> The, uh, like, King Comics did not realize something was wrong until, like, really late. It's like, just, like, slowly this comic becoming more and more nonsense until it, like, literally had fallen apart. That's just <laughs> fucking wild. That's pretty good, though. Pretty, pretty, maybe interesting is the better word. Yeah, like, it was, like, watching it happen in real time. We were like, what the fuck is going on with Apartment 4G? Like, and then, like, they just cancel it. Like, a new person did not take over. Like, it just disappeared. Yeah. What was your, what's your... What's your opinion on Kelvin and Hobbes? I mean, I loved Kelvin and Hobbes. Okay. Easy. 
I, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe you're like, it's good, but it, it's not like the overrated or something. I don't know. I read the, I read the shit out of them. Yeah, the collect yeah. that was like. I mean, I like, haven't read it in a long time. I mean, we. He was like such a good draftsman. <laughs> like his, his drawings are really good. Yeah, yeah. And like Calvin's psychotic little boy energy, you know, speaks to me. So. <laughs> yeah, a that was former child. <laughs> that was a go-to. I remember, fi- like, I saw it in. I I I still remember. I was in fourth grade. And we like we had a little book corner or whatever where you could like rent a book from the teacher and mm-hmm. like take it home. And I felt like reading something, but I was also feeling lazy. And there was this like comic book looking thing. And I picked it up and it was one of the collections and I like mm-hmm. read it and I thought it was absolutely amazing. For like the next year, like anytime there was a I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a little magazine with books and shit. Like you'd order books through whatever, like through the school, essentially. They would always have Kelvin and Hobbes in the back. And I would always, I would always convince my parents to get me one. And Mm -hmm. I like little me would just binge read these while I was eating cereal. (laughs) Like just, it was every single day I'd I'd start off my day by just reading Calvin and Hobbes and having a bowl of cereal. And like when I finished all of them, I would just start over. <laughs> yeah, great time. The one the the strip that's like sitting in my head recently is Calvin is like bashing nails into a table or something, and his his like mom runs over like Calvin, what are you doing? <laughs> And he 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 looks at his the hammer. He looks back up and like I don't understand the question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good one. God. What a great what a what a great comic. I wish all my books weren't at home. weren't back in America. I'd browse through. You could probably find them. Oh, yeah. On the internet. But it's just, you know, flipping through, looking at old cereal stains. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want yours. You want your stains, I see. The yellowed pages. That doesn't sound appealing to me. But. I mean. It would be unappealing. Like I would. Someone who owns way too many physical books. I don't understand. I wouldn't (laughs) want someone else to read them, but they're mine. (laughs) (laughs) You see that I laughed a little bit too hard because there's milk splatters all over the. I wanted. I. There's definitely they. They put like really nice like single hardcover collection out. Yes. Wanted that. I yeah that was always a I think I think Jeremy got those one year and they're just they're so good just so well done mm-hmm. maybe someday yeah. I don't think like I think they're still reasonably priced I don't I don't think it's like they stopped making them or something yeah because it's not like they're making other Calvin and Hobbes merch <laughs> yeah yeah which is great 
I mean, it kind of. No, that was like. <laughs> that was a good. <laughs> His stance on that of not wanting to market them is uh, was good, except for all the other people who made money selling Calvin his peeing shirts. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Fucking <laughs> jacked up truck with Calvin pissing on a, a just the word Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> or insert sports team logo uh-huh. here. Yeah. Classic. Man. Pairs pairs nicely with the uh, the hanging testicles off the trailer hitch. But yeah, like Olivia James Nancy is like easily my top tier newspaper comic now. That shit's great. I still need to like go and <laughs> and read it. When what's the I'll I'll could you just hit in in, in chat like what the date is? Do you remember offhand? That it started like Maybe the new one. It up. Okay. I I think I looked for it once and I couldn't remember like how to I wasn't phrasing it right or something. Cause yeah, that uh I mean, part of it is I also remember, I think you linked it once, or you, like, told me the date or something. And I just remember the people who were, like, long-time readers, and then it changed, they're like, I'm never reading this again. Oh my god, the comments were so good for fucking <laughs> months. They were, like, people complaining about it. If this is the new Nancy, then I'm out. That's great shit. It's also funny, like, the fr- they would still run ones done by the old artist on Sundays hmm. for a little bit. <laughs> so, like, every Sunday, you'd just be fucking jarring. Like, what, the, <laughs> what the fuck is it? <laughs> what happened? Aunt Fritz shows up with, like, giant boobs. You know, like, oh. Oh, right. This is what the strip was. This is what all the people are mad about. Uh, I found the first one that she did. So I can link that to you. It is 2004, April 9th, 2018. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. That comment. Is this permanent? If it is, I may have to drop Nancy. Like, Absolutely Nancy suddenly blunt. is great, and the people are like, oh, I'm out. Man, go back, so go back one comic. I know. Just there. What a shirt. U.S.A. Tits. Uh-huh. Man. It's funny because like like New Nancy is cl- way closer to original Nancy than even than that stuff was. Mm. But uh, New Nancy is top tier. I feel like all the people commenting on this are old. Uh huh. Went back a couple more. Nancy, uh, releasing a bunch... I won't let you kill these poor worms. 
throws them in the water and all the fish eat them. And uh, what's his name is like, your heart was in the right place, worm liberator. And the comment on it is, earthworms are invasive species in much of Canada and northern United States. State environmental departments ask us to avoid <laughs> releasing unused bait. And I'm like, I peg you at about 65, <laughs> maybe 70, somewhere there. I don't know. It's just such they a... are the people that go to, you know, the official newspaper comic book site and comment. I guess. Oh, oh that no. one with the fucking flies from a couple <laughs> like past week. This dude. <laughs> so good. I mean, this guy. What are the, what are the comments? Oh my! This is just oh, comics I follow, <laughs> and it's all old stuff. And then Nancy Classics, uh, Dilbert Classics. <laughs> None of that new Ugh. shit. And, like, his most recently reply, his most recent reply, I, I don't know what the context is, but it just says, actually, I'm not, nor a Democrat, for that matter. Like, just, shit's heating up in the, in the funnies <laughs> section. God. Perfect place for the discourse. Yeah, political discourse on, oh my god. Is this the first, that's the, hang on. Oh yeah, the cornbread one. Wow, she's going yeah. in on that cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. I, I'm gonna, I need to like, I'm gonna bookmark this shit so I remember to, where to start. God, it's so good. Yeah. I just, uh, I follow... At Sluggo is lit on Twitter. That's where I just see the strip every night. Yeah, yeah. For that'd be good for like keeping up, but for binging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I feel like ninety minutes. Is a decent place to call this one. Keep on that Godzilla time, you know? Hell yeah. Also, I'm hungry. My th I don't. Uh, hopefully, the mic hasn't picked it up. My stomach's been rumbling. Did not eat before my lesson today. <laughs> Gotta go do that granola. Uh, There's been. I, mean, I, 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 did you see the fucking Mountain Goats guys? fucking mythic for august song i posted in discord i saw you posted i've not listened yet oh it's so fucking good dude <laughs> i'll give it a i'll give it a peek after this i can't i can't get over how fucking good like he, he did he did one when he hit mythic like the month before that mm. one's not as good the one he did for getting it in august is so top tier hell yeah because it's like such specific magic knowledge Mm. But also a bop. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, real quick. I do have renewed hope for finding actual cereal in this godforsaken country. Huh. On a random food delivery app. 
like in a random store or something, I found a bag of Doritos. And if I can find Doritos here, maybe I can find Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loops or literally anything. I'll take literally anything. I want real cereal. Dying. Mm. But yeah, hope hope lives. Hope lives. So, I have to tell you about a thing that happened in the world. Oh boy! Yeah, just a little, little, little anecdote about the world that we live in. Oh no! Here on Twitter.com. So, do you know Herman Cain? That name sounds familiar. For president, at one point. Against who? He was. I um, he, he was. I mean, he was in the Republican primary. Okay. I mean, I recognize so, the name. He's I, the CEO of Godfather's Pizza. At one point in his life, he made that pizza money. How do you spell his last name? C A I N. Okay, got it. Oh, sure. Him. So, yeah, yeah. So. He recently passed away from COVID, but his Twitter is out here posting links about how COVID is definitely not as bad as people said it is. Here's a link to an article. Oh, no. After his death from COVID. That is the world we live in. That's no Tweeting good. from the grave. Yeah. It's like, man, man, people in his replies being, man, you died, though, from it. Fuck. <laughs> what a, I, why did you, I was having an okay day. <laughs> Looked at his Twitter account. Yeah. Imagine defending the shooter at Kenosha. Good lord. Yeah. No good. No good at all. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the world we live in. World's garbage. Just thought you need to know. Yeah. A little reminder that it's all trash. Yeah. I mean, at least Nancy exists. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I can... Alright. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Skedaddle. <laughs>